This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. from Boston. Listen, it may be a new year, but I don't want the listeners to worry. Petey's gonna continue to do all sorts of bouncy shit like Sunbeam is open asshole, while Biscuit continues his epic journey down the Hollywood rabbit hole, conducting experiments on himself with bullshit like cryo-freezing and vampire facials. This is the Pete and Sebastian show. New decade, new experience here. We're coming at you not only through your ears, but uh, through your eyes now. We got video capability. We got Pete on a lot in uh, Long Island. I am in the epicenter of Hollywood at iHeart Studios. And we are extremely excited to start off 2020 with a completely different experience um so let me let me paint a picture here um i came into the studios here it's basically uh i want to uh, like almost like a we work type of setup it's actually an apartment type complex uh there's a um now you're a, at the iheart studios in los angeles california is that the yes deal? yes right. in, in the uh, in, in hollywood um okay. Not a great part of Hollywood, but uh, I'm in Hollywood. Put it this way: right. I, pu- I put my valet. I parked the car at the valet. I don't know if it's going to be there when I get out. Okay. Is there, by the way, uh, any more like Hollywood? Does that have like up in the hills? It's still nice, right? Uh, yeah, we in yeah we in the hills. We at the, we're at the bottom of the hill, I, and uh, and I, uh, I, I could get murdered. Water. I could get murdered going back to my car tonight. But oh, here he is. People are calling in already. Um, so yeah, this is, um, this is what's happening. They got a dog walking around here. Apparently got a, the, they got a couple podcast dogs. Uh, yeah, I cleared everybody. I, I, I had to clear everybody out of the studio. I, I asked the guys, I said, do you have to be in here? And they're like, no, I said, listen, I'm, I'm used to doing this alone. So, uh, did they say that the dogs have to go too, or can the dogs stay? Uh, no, I told the the, the dogs yeah. got to get out of the room too. I can't, I can't do a podcast. It's, it's bro, <laughs> it's out of control. It's spread to New York. I told you, we've had up to three of them in here now. Uh, it's it's a, it's a dilemma. I mean, they're animals. Who's gonna stop it then from being a parrot? And then before you know it, it's a bus in Cuba, right? Shit. <laughs> Nip it in the bud. If you can't shit in the toilet, you ain't allowed in the room, man. <laughs> God damn, it's ridiculous, man. Yeah, so... All right, go um, ahead, go ahead. So, yeah, we cleared the room out. Um, so, I feel comfortable. Um, we haven't done this in two and a half weeks. I feel a little rusty going into this, but I must say I'm coming off a Golden Globe run last night. Went to the Globes. Unbelievable. Um, Very excited to hear about this heavy... Heavy hitters, everybody except Jack Nicholson and Clooney, seemingly. I'm very reluctant to jump into the highlights of the the night because I kind of want to paint a picture from the get go and go mm-hmm. from there. I know, um, just just uh, yeah. I mean, listen, I do. do I want to talk about the Brad Pitt? Yeah, but I want to rewind and give you the full experience. So. Um, we go uh, 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 single ticket again. All right. If you weren't nominated, uh, you weren't bringing a guest. Um, basically, really? lim- wow. yeah. Y- y- if you're not, uh, although I don't know, I don't know if that's true or not because I did see a few people there that had their significant other and they were nominated. But at least that's what I was told. I sat at the table. You all right? 
Yeah, I lost you again for a second. <laughs> this is you, you're not addressing the elephant in the room, bro. You're not being totally you right now either. It's all still. We got the cameras on us, and it's still. I know, a little, but I, I just I just saw two two fidgets like uh, because because <laughs> you keep a couple times I lose you in audio, so I'm giving a wave to let you know I can't oh. hear you, but now I can hear you again. Uh, okay. Lou, um, but, Lou, by the way, Lou is still with us. He is doing this from a remote location. We cannot tell you where Lou is, uh, but uh, Lou is with us. Lou, uh, <laughs> are you there, Lou? Yeah, yeah. You guys sound great. There is no interruption on on the listeners' okay. end. All right. Okay. Now, can I still do my interject here or there? Yeah, do whatever you want to do. I just I, this is what I was looking at. I was looking at this. Right. Okay. okay. I, I, I thought there was a bug in the room. No. Well, I couldn't hear you for a sec. But you are going a little fast. I, I want to get back to the. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, ahead. what does a guy got to do to get a plus one for Lana and you to go together to these things? It's like. Uh, uh, and and again, was there the thought of maybe I won't go solo because we went through that, or were you like I'm going? Uh, you know. Going, going no matter what. There was I'm a, going no matter what. No Listen, okay. Lana, Lana was going too, and she was going to watch the Golden Globes from uh, the hotel next door at a viewing party, and then we were going to meet up after at the after party. So, gotcha. Yeah, which is true, right? Yeah, who we sit through? That's a very long thing if you're not actually in one of the movies or a part of them. Long thing to sit through. Yeah, okay. it, it is a long night. Um, I was sitting at a table. I wasn't sitting at the Irishman table, obviously, because, you know, there was the all the stars at that table that um, you know, the De Niro's, the Scorsese's, Pacino's, what have you. I was sitting at the table above them uh, <clears throat> with uh, you know the guy from Key and Peele, Key Keegan. You know, okay. I'm, I'm not really no. Okay, so he was at the table. Actress from Dolomite was there. Anna Paquin was also in the movie from The Irishman. Uh, Anna Paquin, come on, man, I know, huh? Yeah, so uh, who else? A couple guys from the nominated for uh, for that Two Popes, and then uh, the screenwriter for Irishman, uh, Steve Zellian, was sitting at the table. Now, uh, vegan menu. Heard uh, about that, yes. Didn't have a bite of it. Um, just... I respect that. Yeah. I, listen, they could have been serving filet and lobster. I wouldn't. Uh, I, I don't eat at these things because as soon as I start eating, you know, my teeth, they catch it all. And uh, I'll be walking around with half a lobster tail hang, hanging out my right incisor. So are we I got we're going crazy. Here. Hold right. on. Are we are we wearing the same tuxedo that we wore at the Oscars with the slip and fall? Uh, yes, yes, I am wearing the same tuxedo. Um, this is at the Beverly Hilton in Beverly Hills. There are no stairs there, so I wasn't worried about falling down. And, um, I was prepared, uh, I came in more prepared this time. Yeah, and okay? you came, I saw the video of you alone in the car service, yeah. right? Yeah. So, when you got there, again, you went right through the red carpet, right? Uh, yeah, I had a publicist there this time. That's uh, why I was a little bit more comfortable than at the Oscars. Oscars, I had no one guiding me through any of it. Right. Um, but I hired a Hollywood publicist to navigate the waters of the red carpet. And I hit all the Absolutely. all the nice outlets. I, I bounced around from uh, Sharon Osbourne to Mario Lopez to what have you. Good Morning America, Today's Show. It, it was a good awesome. little run. So awesome. <clears throat> awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah, very serious, though. A lot of a lot of these actors, they walk around, it's like they got serious face. It's like, come on, relax a little better, right? It's yeah, fun with us. I watched it, so I can't wait to get into that a little bit. De Niro hasn't smiled since 2007. It's like, he's like the Tin Man. He needs oil on the jaws. Guy, lighten up. The, I mean... No, 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 no. You got a little out of order yourself. It's incredible. Yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of drama. Yeah. Uh, when you get a lot of actors around, but I'm having a ball. I'm, I'm going. I'm talking to people. I'm doing the interviews. Um, so I do the red carpet, and then um, I go meet Lana and Judy, my manager. Um, I, I just say hello to them. They go their way. I go into the room. Now I go find my table. It's like a wedding, you know, table 102. I'm looking to see where it is. And I'm, it's like almost like a, a concert where you don't know how close your ticket is until you get to the seat. So yeah. I'm going through a sea of people. I'm seeing a lot of faces I recognize. The guy from Chernobyl, uh, the, the show on HBO. I see uh, Harvey Keitel. I see um, 
what's it, Kate McKinnon from Saturday Night Live. This uh, is all coming in to this sit This is down. all, yeah, by myself. As I'm weaving through the sea of people, I'm just seeing, mm. you know, the well, then, faces see, of Hollywood. That, that's what makes the Golden Globes more of an enjoyable viewing experience for your average person than the Oscars. Because the Oscars, you go, oh, there's a movie star... There's a movie store over here, and then there's a lot of people in between that are just no one you know. Whereas the the in between people, in between the movie stars, are TV stars and and character. Like everybody is, even if you don't know their name, you know them all from something, man. It's just a big room of stars, man. Yeah, it's uh, definitely star studded. And to your point, it's it's intimate. I mean, it's yeah. in a banquet hall. It's it's like. Uh, it's like a large wedding, so I'm snaking through the damn thing. Yeah. I see my table, 102. I'm one of the last to arrive. Uh, so I sit down. I am off to the right of the stage, up on the second tier. And I'm like, I'm right, I'm right here. I'm, I'm literally, I'm looking for, I'm looking for when, when Irishman wins, how easy it's going to be for me to just get up on stage. Okay, I'm literally one step, boom, I'm on stage, and my wife told me, "Listen, if this thing wins, don't do, don't, uh, don't kitty cat and go in the back." You know how like the whole cast goes up there mm-hmm. to get the award, and Scorsese's going to speak. So Lana's giving me a pep talk. There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Win. What are we waiting for? Get your ass in the front. Get right next to Scorsese as he's doing the speech. Don't go in the back like you normally do and hide, which I do a lot of times. I... <laughs> this is crazy, though. Like, what? What are you we, we, saying to this? Are you saying, "All right"? No, no. Right. Like, yeah, I'm gonna. I, I want to do that, but my instinct is to go into the. Like, I kind of like just blend into the background a lot of the times i don't yeah. i don't uh i don't go front and center yeah yeah but i'm like you know what i'm going i'm going right in there plus i got easy access it's not like i'm in the in, at the oscars i'm in the third uh the third balcony i'm right here so show starts gervais comes out and i don't know if you saw the monologue but uh i, I thought it was fantastic i'm 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 the only one laughing at my table because everybody's frightened <laughs> yeah right i thought it was great too man i uh yeah i'm yeah uh, i'm not liking this right here dude <laughs> <laughs> hold on let me hold on those of you that are watching this right now technical um, difficulty right here what, what oh, we're doing gosh. is in order to see each other we're doing a facetime but we also have video cameras recording us so uh, we haven't done face to face in god knows how long and as you well know if you've been a long time listener uh you do not uh well pete more than i think me does not like looking at me during the cast by the way I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry we didn't even do this in the beginning, but I think we should have introduced ourselves to the new audience on iHeart. Oh. <laughs> we just we jumped into the show like a like a like it was old school. I, we, can't, uh, I, I can't do this, bro. <laughs> I can't stare at you for an hour and twenty right, minutes. Right, it's just, exhausting, dude. Okay. I, can I just look at you no, when we're going into winter? Yeah, stuff? that's fine. That's All fine. Right. All right. Uh, all right. So, um, I because I like to just I just like to paint the picture, dude. You know what I'm saying? No, no, paint the picture. Get your brushes and and your paints and paint along with us each show. So I tell you what, let's get started. I'm blown away by this right now. This is the kind of stuff that I don't that uh, stars are born with this, and stars do this kind of stuff. This kind of you know. Um, Lana saying you should try and get in front of Scorsese right now. Has it even been confirmed that you can go on? Yes, with them it has. Yes, it's been confirmed. If the if it wins Best Picture, I'm going up with the whole kit and caboodle. So see now, act. and the idea of like thinking, you know, maybe I should try and get a little closer, man. I I, lo- I love it. I, that's like. Never stop, bro. Never stop, you know? Never stop. I would just tap one right toe, barely on the stage, (laughs) and just try to get my hand in there like I'm doing a little jazz number. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's not how you do it. No, it's not. Yeah. And, and, And after Lana had said that, I started to think, yeah, let me get off to the right shoulder of Scorsese 
just in case, you know, sometimes when they're given the speech, yeah. sometimes they kind of look, you know, they, they kind of look at the cast or whatever. And I'm thinking if I'm in eyeline of this guy, he might just go, <laughs> and Sebastian, get up here and say something. I don't know. It could. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the thinking because at the end of the day, you know, you know when that won't happen? That won't happen if you're in the back. Then it definitely won't happen. Yeah. Oh, thank God it didn't win. <laughs> that's a, oh, that one, that, that's the warm-up anyway. You know, the first movie didn't win the Globe either, did it? No, did? no. No, I don't believe it did. Yeah. Um, we're there. Yeah. I'm in. Gervais is out. He's doing his thing. I thought it was great. Um and I, you know, I introduce myself to the people sitting around me. How you doing? Da, da, da. Now this guy Key from the Key and Peel show, I think his name is Keegan. Uh, we start to kind of like goof around. Nice guy, really, really nice. I've heard of him. I've heard of him for sure. Yeah, he's a funny cat. He was in uh, Matt TV, and then him and and uh, Peel went off and did their Stars. own show. Stars. So uh, yeah, he's uh, listen. When I go to these things, yeah. I'm not a big clapper, right? I don't, yeah. I don't like to clap. I just, it's a lot of work. It's, you know, yeah. I, I know, but I can tell you as a viewer, watching them, like well, I was in my hotel last night, but even when I watch them with Jackie, when they do the pan over, like it matters to the viewing audience. If you're not clapping and everyone else is, and that camera's on you, and you're someone they all know in their living rooms. They're like, oh, look at what, what is this deal? He's not even clapping. It's like part of the game. You, it's a, you're acting guy. You're acting to some extent. Joaquin with his wacko. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree with you. Yeah. But I got to tell you, nobody's panning to me. Okay. Because you're not <laughs> clapping. <laughs> I'm but, telling you, there's so many stars in the room. <clears throat> I know the guy in the truck is not going, get Maniscalco at 102. <laughs> They're not doing that. Right? Wow. Wow, man. So I know, I know I know, I'm off camera, and I can get away with a no clap. Now, if, if someone from the movie goes up there, yeah, I'm clapping. Also, someone at the next table won a globe. Now I know all the cameras are converging on that table. Of course, I'm up. I got the clap. I did a high clap. I brought the. I brought. You ever do one of these? Yeah, you could clap down here by the chest. But yeah, if yeah. you're on camera, I did one of these like, where it was up here. Oh, you like know? you're shooting I, a basketball yeah, over on your right yeah. hand. <laughs> I did one of these, and, and she was coming from this way. So I, I even did one of these. I did a clap and look. You know, you ever do the clap and look? As they yeah. Go by? Oh, I don't oh. like that on you, bro. I don't like that look on you. <laughs> That's not you, dude. That you know what you look like? You look like the extra in the scene, overacting, hoping that he gets seen by his family back home. That's and, what I was looking for, bro. This, I was you sold out the garden four times so far, Elton John. You're gonna beat him by uh, twenty twenty five. Doesn't matter. Oh. I, want, I wanted my mother to see me on camera. <laughs> Comedians Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. The Pete and Sebastian Show. Fran's Boutique, right, ladies? You ladies are not liking me at all. I just want you to know that I know that. <laughs> it's not lost on me. Not lost on me. <laughs> Nothing, ladies? Jesus! What, are you here to hand me a warrant when I get off the stage? God, they're looking at me like they got a subpoena. Don't let him go. He's going to try to go backstage. We got to get it to him. The Pete and Sebastian Show. Once you're in, there are moments, obviously, I'm sure, where you're relaxing, or, or is it the entire three hours? It was more of looking at Keegan as he was clapping. Now, this guy's got a clap that could put you out. 
I mean, he could, he could pop your eardrums. He's got one of these claps where he he claps and he's just a loud clapper. You ever been around one of these where yeah. it's in there? He's got he's got the fingers in the palm and the air that's the coming pop. out of this guy's hands. Yeah. yeah, it's it's a pop, right? Yeah. And not only that, he's clapping longer than anybody else at the table. Oh, he starts doing, first and, and ends last. That's doing, the type of that's the alpha. That's a te- he's doing an attention clap guy. It's the attention clap. <laughs> Uh, come on. So uh, my question is, when you're he- like you're sitting at your table, right? Now, granted, you don't know everybody there, the well, like a great friend or something. But can you? Is it like a regular wedding where you can order drinks, get a little drunk if you want, do a few shots, tell some stories, or is it like just constantly? All right, folks, cameras coming back on. We're coming out of commercial in three and two, and okay, go. Or is it great? Great question. What's happening on the table is uh, they have a glass, or sorry, a bottle of red, a bottle of white, and a lot of champagne. There's no mixed drinks. There's no wait waiter walking around. You got to go to a bar to get like a cocktail. So there's there's not a lot of options at the table. And during the commercial break, for the first two or three of them, I sat down and just talked to. Them. Keegan, which we were having a great time because he was clapping like, I mean, this guy, this is a guy you want in the audience clapping for you uh, because every time he was clapping, I go, oh, you know, you know the, the guy that won? He goes, no. I go, oh, did you see the movie that he won? He goes, no. It, the passion in the clap is just uh, unparalleled. So the fourth commercial break, I'm like... I'm gonna start mingling now. Oh wait, nice. so you mingle during the commercial break? Yeah, you gotta get a three minute mingle in. Oh, it's about... like high school, and it's in it, between periods. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, <laughs> so you gotta calculate where you're going. As soon as they go, okay, I'm cutting for a commercial. Boom, out of my my chair, and I'm figuring, let me go over and say hi to Scorsese and De Niro at the table. Just you know, get a little FaceTime with them. I come over and what's up, guys? I said, what is this? Uh, you you n- even nervous anymore? Or is this like old hat? And I'm like, nah, nah, it's still, you know, still jittery and whatnot. So they were very kind of mild-mannered, didn't say much. So I popped out. It was like a pop in and out. It was no, uh, I don't linger. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things where I'm not the type of guy to like force the conversation. If it ain't coming, I'm out. I, well, listen, again, having watched the Oscars from my room and seeing that table with De Niro, Scorsese... Pesci, um, Ray Romano. Uh, it did. It looked clearly like a table that anybody went up to. It was bopping in and bopping out. I, you know, <laughs> it didn't look overly inviting. It looked like a, you know, don't even sit down. Just put your fingers on the edge of the table like that and say your words and beat it. Yeah, that, that I mean, was not even. You couldn't even lean in on a finger. Nah, dude, it looked table. like a social club. It looked like a table at a social club. <laughs> My goodness, uh, man. So, so, by the way, was, was my, Pesci there? I don't know if I seen No, him. Pesci did not attend. All right, it was wrong about uh, him. Yeah. And so Pacino, Pacino, Romano, uh, Scorsese, De Niro, and then a bunch of producers around the table. So that was my first commercial break, in and out. Now, okay. in order to get down to where I wanted to go, I had to go on stage and then walk down steps. So it was a big move. So you're, you're, I was going on stage and then walking down into the pit. Where where all the big names were? To to, to whoa 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 whoa! Are you to allowed get to, to be walking on the stage during commercial break? To, you know what? I just did it. I figured, you know what? Let them tell me to get off. Huh? Let me tell. You know, I, I took some of my, my wife's advice. Just have some nuts and and walk around like you own the joint. So yeah, now, now I'm now I'm settled in. Now I start to scan the room to see who's there. Now, Eddie Murphy is sitting at the table right next to Scorsese. So you got you got Murphy and Snipes sitting next to one another. And I start clocking down on Tom Hanks is next to them at the next table. And then I'm blinded. I'm, I, I literally had to turn away. My, my eyes almost got scorched. I know where you're going. <clears throat> I know where you're going. I don't know if you know. Beyonce's earrings. Wow. I thought you were going to say Brad Pitt. Just his face. Wait. I really did. I'm building up to that. Oh. (laughs) I I thought my eyes 
after the Beyonce thing couldn't take anymore because I had to turn away because the, the the rocks coming off her ears were unbelievable and do, she's do, she's glowing stunning stunning woman do you think if you took one earring were able to pull it off of Beyonce's ear you could sell it and live the rest of your life in Fredonia New York comfortably whatever working again I think you could take one of the diamonds off and and live comfortably in Manhattan <laughs> I don't know where she got these things, but they they uh, they were shimmering. Wow. I'm surprised the camera didn't tell her, hey, listen, we're going to have to move you to the back of the room because we can't get the shots we need because every time we pan the room, it burns the lens. I mean, this, I don't know how much the diamonds were. Now, now, wow. as, I'm, now as I'm honing on the diamond, yeah, yeah, a diamond of a man caught my eye. Let me. I, I gotta grab my water for this. <laughs> and and that's that's Brad Pitt. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what he's on, what he's taking, what type of juice this guy's drinking. But uh, the man was a beacon of light in a bunch of in a galaxy. I mean. He, his hair, though. Did you see his hair? His hair should have got an award last night. <laughs> I I did see it. It was... I was checking in to the East Norwich Inn, $64 a night this week. Total of three forty-five <laughs> plus tax. I, Sunday night, and my man Vince was behind the counter, old, you know, uh, older gentleman, and he's got the TV on. And, they, and they're doing the announcement for the winner of that. And they go, Brad Pitt. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's, and I lean over with him. And Brad Pitt walks up. And I'm with a grown man behind the front desk. And I go, oh, my God. Is there anything more stunning than this human being? And he looks at me and he goes, no. I, I go, look at the hair. Look at the hair. The guy, he's the most handsome person in a room full of beautiful people. Right? I, yeah, it, by far, too. I mean, if you took... The next most good-looking guy in the room, there's not even a comparison. The hair is, I don't know what's in it. It's not like a normal gel or paste. It almost looks like a rose oil or something that he's got burning through his locks because, it, and it don't, it moves, but it doesn't. It's like one of those hairdos where if I run my fingers through my hair right now, it's a whole different thing. I got to go and wash it again and reset. <laughs> right. This this guy, if he just ran his hand through his hair, it's a whole different hairstyle. Everybody's doing it the next day. <laughs> the jawline, the, 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 the slight tan, the pearly whites, the charm. The, and then when he called the Caprio LDC, oh, wow. That's that's all. I, I've adopted that nickname today. I told my sister, and she's like, uh, "How was it?" I said, "Yeah, LDC was there," and she's like, "All right, guy, that's yeah. what Pitt, Pitt said." <laughs> Tell your sister LDC, but if if you were playing paddle ball with DiCaprio tomorrow, you're gonna go LDC. Your serve or my serve? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going Mr. DiCaprio. Right? Because he turn around and say to you, "Only BP calls me LDC, gay." <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt. Did you hear any LDC when you were playing paddleball? No, first time I heard it. I wow. thought it was brilliant. What a brilliant nickname! It's just, uh, it's like it's it's almost up there with uh, JFK. Yeah, yeah, but 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 Leonardo DiCaprio, like John F. Kennedy Jr., that's like his uh, initials. DiCaprio is just just. BP, Brad Pitt just deciding to take the D and the C for no reason. Yeah, it's, right? it's, it's fantastic. So I, I, I feel like when he was giving that speech, Angelina Jolie was sitting at home going, I'm such a, what did I do? This is her dad. Uh, I think Aniston was doing that in the room. Come on, would you just grab my ass? <laughs> Well, listen, Aniston didn't, you know, she she got, you know, it was unfortunate what happened to Aniston, but, you know. She, what happened with her? He broke up with her, guy. Oh, he broke up with her? He left it for... Okay. Oh, that's right. Leaving he left Brad it. Pitt? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't Jolie? Or did, did he end that one, too? 
Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I'm just saying what I, uh, this is just news stuff, you know what I'm about yeah. to say, but like basically, you know, they weren't getting along and, uh, you know, so if you ask either side, bottom line, you know, she like accused them of uh, hitting one of the boys on their private plane oh, and yeah, smoking yeah, yeah, to him. Yeah. It just got crazy. Okay, listen, he's, he, you could tell he's unburdened there and, you know, he's making good work now and he's hanging out back with everyone, you know, and he's just... Did you see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I watched uh, about a quarter of it. And I, I, have you watched the whole thing? I, I watched them all uh, since I was home because I get the screen as being in the Writers Guild. So I saw The Joker, uh, which was arguably the greatest acting performance I've ever seen in my entire life. Really? Uh, it was just unbelievable. I mean, just, I mean, but all these movies then, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. DiCaprio and Brad Pitt were unbelievable. It was great. Pitt was... Uh, did you happen to see this? What part did you see? Did you see the end? I, I got it. No, I got it up to where DiCaprio's talking to the young actress on the... on the. They're sitting there and she's reading her lines. Oh, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. That's, a, that's how far I got. Yeah. Did you get that? There was, I don't know if you already saw him. Brad Pitt for Bruce Lee. Yeah, yeah, threw him into the side of the door. Yeah, or when that. he went to that little uh, hippie commune and beat the shit out of the dude and made him change his tire. No, no. no Lou, did you see that movie? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, you're going to love it. Just the acting. The, the acting this year, the award shows are so exciting because, you know, the acting from the Irishman to these. And then I saw Uncut Gems with the, the Sandlock. The acting is just off the charts. And I didn't even get into the women. I'm just, you know, so, yeah, a lot of great 19, movies. Did you see 1917? Yeah, that was a snooze fest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, <laughs> running around with, you know, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that one. Did you see that one? No, I didn't see, I didn't see anything. I, I've been watching, uh, you know, Cinderella and Baby Shark. That's about as far as I'm getting. I, I haven't watched a damn thing. And Lana and I made it a point, New Year's resolution, we're going to watch two movies a month. And we're going to read one book a month. By the way, I just knocked out the Disney mo uh, the Disney book uh, by Iger. That's done. What's that? Thank you very much. Um, uh, Bob Iger, head of Disney, wrote a book. It's about his life and running Disney uh, Disney Studios. Oh. <clears throat> so let me get back. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm all so I tell myself uh, I'm going to Pitt's table because DiCaprio's there and his his uh, right man. Uh, Right-hand man is there. His name is Rick Yorn, who I know through a, a birthday party I went to about a month ago. Is and that is that a musician? Uh, he's got a no, it's brother, Pete. Pete. <gasps> That's his, his brother. brother. Yeah. No kidding. Wow. So, and he was one of the producers on The Irishman. So, he's sitting right next to DiCaprio. So I go over to Yorn. I start talking to him. Hey, how's it going? Hey, and then out of nowhere, I get. Paisan. I got a, I got a Paisan from DiCaprio. Wow. I wow. Mean, it made the globes. It made my globe night. Oh, I thought you meant like it was on camera. No, no, but I, it should have been. What do you say back? Hey, what's up? I said, hey, what's going on? And, you know, we played pickleball together. So, he, you know, he mentioned, you know, playing pickleball, my pickleball buddy or whatever the hell it was. I don't know what oh, he, he said. Who did he mention that to? Like, did he say that to Brad Pitt? No, Pitt's across the table with Tarantino. No. Oh, my God. Dude, what is going My mind is blown. <laughs> so, like, was there a part of you going, oh, I wish Brad Pitt heard DiCaprio call me Paisan. <laughs> right? I, w I was hoping Brad Pitt. I got an introduction to him to see what nickname he would have gave me. <laughs> this is this is unbelievable. All right, so so now so, you're chatting it up with the Caprio a little bit. It was not even a chat. It was right. literally a paisan. Hey, what's going on? Nothing, nothing. And then I gotta. Get, it's like it's like you bob in and out because by the time I get over there and yeah. do my whatever, I got to run back because they're coming out of commercial break. Right, right. Right? right. Yeah. And you so can't go You can't go back to the same table. No. Oh, that's... <laughs> no. 
Yeah, yeah, you don't come back again. They're going to be like, all right, get security. Or <laughs> you have worn out your welcome at Bushwood, sir. So, oh, then I went down. I was going to go, you know what? I want to introduce myself to Eddie Murphy. I thought, That's a big one. Because, you know, he was just sitting there. He didn't get up. He didn't do much. I'm thinking... Yeah, this is this guy I watched growing up, you know, delirious and raw and sad live. I just wanted to say hi, but then I'm like, what is that gonna? What is he gonna do? Hey, how you doing? And that's it. What? You know, where are we gonna go with it? You know? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like you know the level that you have got to is like rarefied air that very few, including him, have gotten to. Um, and even if it's just for you, even if it's just for you. You can you have a right to go up to him and go, hey man, I don't know if you know who I am, but uh, I'm a comedian and uh, Sebastian Malakali, and you're my hero, one of my heroes. And whether oh, he wants to terrible. Google you if you don't know everything, that that's, that's I, I don't, I don't, I think you have a right to do that for yourself. Yeah, I, I just uh, I figured you know what I, I I balked on it. Yeah, you're ready to hip check De Niro and Pacino out of Scorsese's way so you could stand next to him on stage, but you can't go up. <laughs> And introduce yourself to Eddie Murphy, one comma to another. <laughs> to uh, uh, I, I can't know, keep up that. with this. <laughs> what? <laughs> so you didn't go up to Eddie? No, I I, uh, I balked on it. Um, oh man, that's a that's a, well. Anyway, you guys will cross paths again. Yeah. So uh, the screenwriter um, did not win. When, when, when that was the first award for the, the Irishman was up for it. Now, as soon as the he didn't win, Steve didn't win for the screenwriter, I told myself in my head, I go, it's going to be a snub. We ain't winning nothing. I just felt it. And sure enough, Irishman the whole night didn't win a damn thing. It so, didn't? Really? No. No, not one award. So uh, I don't think they were too happy. Um at the end of the show, I skated out of there uh, to meet up with Lana to go to the Netflix party. Now, I meet Lana for the Netflix party, and the Irishman has their own like little section. So the publicist takes me over to the Irishman section. Now, in a booth, like a, it's almost like a square booth. You got Keitel, De Niro, DiCaprio. Scorsese, and a bunch of other people that, you know, maybe their wives or whatever, I don't know who publicists, whatever, kind of sitting in that area. And everybody's hovering over that area. You know, everybody's, you know, waiting for something. Right. You know, waiting, for a, waiting for a seat to open up where they could just fall in there. So I'm like, eh, you know, like, I'm not going to be a part of this. And, you know, they're just relaxing. You so, got you your know, pies on. You got yeah, your pies I got a pies on out of yeah. it. What am I going to do? Run yeah. this thing into the ground. But I, even on this cast that we do now on Lovely Awesome iHeartRadio, uh, how many stories are going to start with uh, the, the five of these Italians stand, sitting in a corner somewhere <laughs> and people dying to talk to them but too afraid? <laughs> right? They're at the premiere. They're sitting. They're at the Globes. They're sitting. Now we're here sitting. There's going to be the next thing uh, for the Oscars. They're going to do it again. But... So, so, so people are hovering. You go and you just kind of mingle around. Yeah, it's just one of these areas where it's shoulder to shoulder people, and uh, I don't do well in those situations. Uh, yeah. Ray and I, Ray Romano, and I and Lana were hovering over some food that was had just been delivered, and I tell you, I got, I, I, I killed like some dumplings and whatever the hell they were bringing out. Me and Ray were, were wolfing down, and then we ended up in kind of like a nice little corner of the room. And uh, we were just kind of talking, myself and my wife, Judy was there. And then um, we got uh, Ted Sarandos from Netflix and his wife were there. We, we talked to them for a little bit. And then um, we bolted off to the UTA party, which was my agency had a party at an Italian restaurant, actually Frank Sinatra's favorite restaurant when he was alive, on Little Santa Monica there where... Uh, it's called Dolce Vita, I believe. And uh, we had a little chicken parm there. Um, Fleabag. You ever see this TV show? No. All right. Uh, a couple people from Fleabag were there. 
and uh, Aquafina, the girl who won the Golden Globe, the Asian girl, was there. And then, oh, uh, bottom of the barrel now, guy. We're going to another party, or is this story petering out? <laughs> Little, am I the only one? Fleabag and Aquafina commercial? <laughs> Shit. I love Fleabag. So far, Sinatra's ghost is the is the biggest guest at this restaurant. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, we had some Parmesan. All right, guy, you don't have to walk us through. I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm not interviewing you because there was a murder later in the evening. And I need every detail where you are. Did no, any more hotness happen here? No, did we, no, any did, more did the, hot, the hotness died as soon as we let, uh, left Netflix Bro. party. Brad Pitt. The only thing I would ask, Brad, listen, if you could just tell me, who does your spray tan? That's a great question, bro, because do you think looking at Brad Pitt up close... Yeah. Uh, like I said, I ran into him once years ago at a toy store on Lexington Avenue. Even, again, just casually hanging out. The guy's unbelievable. But do you think there was a lot of time put into him getting ready from that? Like, what do you think, like, a regular guy took a shower, uh, you know, dried off, put his thing on, and went? Or do you think, like, someone did his hair before he left home? Or you think he did his own hair? You think uh, he you tanned, spray tanned? He might have done his own tan. Yeah. He, he 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 might he might have his own spray gun where he just lightly lightly just brushes it over his face before he leaves the house. No, Almost no, like, no, you come on. You you think you take that really? He that might seems have that a, seems cheap. That seems like a, 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 a at home kit. No. No, he might have a he might have a spray gun. Uh, tapped right into his bathroom uh, wall socket, almost like a like a blow dryer. Really? I don't know. He, he, he might just give himself a little glow. What do you? Or is it natural? Do you do you think it, even after all these years, at fifty six years old, Brad? Pitt he's fifty six. Yeah, he's not fifty six, bro. I had to Google it myself. Bro, yeah. he's not fifty six. He's fifty six. Lou, Google it. Age. This guy's not fifty six. He certainly old. is. Fifty. He's fifty six years old. Yes. This guy's almost sixty. Nah, he's, he's wearing he's the he's same wearing... water as Christy Brinkley. I know. It's unbelievable. Bro, come on. This guy's almost sixty with hair like that. Yes. That's how. How, how long could you walk around with long hair like that? Like, what what age is the cutoff where you go, okay, guy, you're sixty three. Let's cut. <laughs> let's cut it out. I mean, wait. This guy, I'm thinking, could take this into his 70s. He should, right? It would be a crying shame at this point to cut it right now, right? You wouldn't now. But but my question is, do you think he, like, goes, oh, I got the uh, Golden Globes tomorrow. I still got to get a little tan. I got to get my hair cut. I got to. Or do you think he just, you know, wakes up and today I got the Globes? I think that's it. I think this guy's walking around beautiful 365, right? I mean, this guy is... I don't think he's doing much to prepare for this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it's just... Lon and I were talking about it. This guy looks good in anything that he... Any hairdo he's got. This guy looks good in a, Remember he had that long beard for a while? Yeah. Then he had the short hair. Then he had the goatee. Yeah. Any look this guy does is just... <laughs> Oh, you are so beautiful. We're good. <laughs> Listeners at home right now, like, all right, what are we doing? Uh, this is the, welcome to iHeartRadio. They're doing I, a Brad Pitt show. I, I, this is a, this is this is a, an ode to Pitt. But that was my night last night. Um, and by the way, I should say to the iHeart listeners and everybody who is now watching this, uh, this uh, th- there's a lot of work that I had to do to get ready for this cast. This is the first time we've been on camera. I actually had a shower and do my hair before the show and put a little cologne on. Yeah, well, uh, what, do you, what, what, you, 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 what do you mean? You get dolled up for, for, for less than the globes, though, right? No, I'm talking about this show. Oh, oh this, right? Yeah. The cast. The Pete and Sebastian Show. Hey, right. your brothers. Your brothers. Right. Yeah. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy right. birthday. Happy birthday. birthday. Get the fuck out of here. Inspired mostly by the Irishman and seeing all the wine drinking, I, I approached Jackie over the holidays and I said, listen, here's the deal. For the heart and for everything else, it seems to me like it would be a good move. I'm going to have one glass of red wine every night for the rest of my life. In a juice glass. <laughs> right? And I got to be honest, it started Jimmy from Boston gave me a fantastic gift. Uh, we'll get into that next week, but it was with wine. 
Uh, and she said, okay. She said, okay. And I go, I might have it with dinner every night. I might have it later on on the couch, but I'm going to have one glass of red wine every night and treat it like like medicine, man. I go, right? That's like, you know, with the, the blueberries. What do they have in them? I'm it's eluding me right now. Antioxidants. Thank you, bro. Antioxidants. Um, I lasted about four days. That's it? That's I, I, Yeah. Fifth, fifth day, I had a glass of red wine. And then about three hours, maybe not, I shouldn't say that, maybe about an hour and a half later, we had friends over and we all got loaded, loaded. And I drank, but I drank beer. And, um, but the next day I was like feeling a little heartburny from the wine. And that night, the thought of the wine just didn't appeal to me. And the problem is, bro, it's just like, it just some nights by the fourth night, just the idea of having a glass of wine, it's just like, ah, it's alcohol, not in the mood. I, I couldn't. It's, it just sounded cool, then it played out. Now, do you could you do that easily? Yeah, I could do that Man. easily. I think I was doing that for quite quite some time. Uh, Juan and I would crack a bottle open uh, each night and, uh, and have it with our dinner. And two glasses of wine apiece. Got it, girl. Fantastic. Well, love it, too, love it. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say was uh, coming back, flying from Buffalo last night to JFK. Going through Buffalo security. Buffalo Security is a little tighter right now. So when I went through, uh, I took both candles out because candles, they don't, they always make, they go through my bag when I have candles. So I take both candles out and I put them on a tray with some toiletries and I'm coming through the other end and they go, they got the tray out and they're like, whose is this? And I go, that's mine. And I go, well, it's the candles, you know? So then they go, yeah, yeah, we just got to run the test. So I go off to the side, and they're getting out the thing that they swipe them with. And I'm telling the guy, the head guy, he goes, the main guy says something, who's looking at my stuff, into his mic. And then the head guy comes over. And he goes, um, and I go, listen, I know it's the candles. I go, is it because they were half burnt? I go, if they were brand new, would that, been, would that have been, you know, less of a problem? I mean... And now I'm thinking, yeah, this is kind of white trash. I'm coming through with two giant half-burnt candles, right? I might as well be walking through with a three-pack of beer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> so I go, hey, listen, you know, if it's any easier, you could just toss them out. And the main guy goes, no, no, we got to swipe them anyway. I go, well, I mean, fine. But even after you swipe them, if you just want to toss them, if you're not comfortable with me, I go, really doesn't matter. And the main guy looks at me and he goes, well, either way, we got to do a full search on you now. And I'm like, well, they patted me when I came through the x-ray. And he goes, no, we have to do a full body search. And then he goes, do you want it out in the open or do you want it in the office? And uh, I'm like, what do you mean, like unbuttoning clothing? And he goes, no, but we'll have to pull up clothing. And, uh, and I go, you know what? Let's just bang it out right here. <laughs> um, now, <laughs> that up until this point... Um, would you have waited and got all your stuff? And I had plenty of time. I had plenty yeah. of time for my flight. That wasn't even an issue. Or would you just be like me, like, you know, just just do it here? Because they're not saying, let's definitely go do it in an office. They're just saying, if you'd rather, we can go do it in an office. So if you're not asking me to pull down my, my pants, let's just do it right here, right? Uh, even if they asked me to pull down my pants, I would have done it in public. As soon as you go to an office, right? Yeah. And they shut the door. God yeah. knows, you might not come out of there. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I, I shouldn't even go in that office unless my lawyer escorts me in there, right? And by the way, by the way, who are they going to talk more about, right? Let's say you're in line. Are they going to go, oh, Sebastian Maniscalco got an aggressive pat down? Or are they going to go, Sebastian got escorted into the back office of LAX. That's dead. That's heroin. That's heroin. That's what I'm thinking, right? I'd way rather do the pat down. So he does the pat down, but dude have and he he puts on the gloves. He then the main guy doesn't do it. He he turns to the other guy and he's like, "Do the pat down." And the guy puts on the gloves and as he puts them on, he goes, "Uh, this is going to be very thorough." Um, we're going to have to, I'm going to get in your groin and your crotch area. I hope that's okay with you. And I'm like, no, fine. He, let me show you again. On the, when he would come up, I want the camera to see too. Hold on, let me get on the chair maybe, bro. This is groundbreaking. 
<laughs> when he would come up to the groin area yeah. with his two fingers, he lifted up the <laughs> testicle and got his fingers in between the testicle and the oh. side wall of your ball sack. Right, came down and did it with the left side. Are you kidding me? Then, uh, then he made me pull my, and while he was doing this, he made me pull my pants up like Pee Wee Herman, as tight as I can make them, and just this really, really aggressive rub down, um, lift up my shirt, pull, pull out my double chains, and he goes like this with them. He rubs them to make sure they're not hollow. And that there's something in them. Yeah. So anyway, I'm just saying, man, when we get your basic pat down, that's one thing. But when they tell you uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to take it to another level, they are not kidding, man. It was bad, man. That's aggressive. Did he get in your ass at all? No, but uh, he does do a, a, a finger. The edge of his hand goes right up the crack. A, you know, it doesn't, doesn't push in, but it goes runs right up there. Sure. And he makes you pull your underwear and everything real tight so your ball sack and everything is outlined. Shit. Yeah, you would, you would have to have something up your asshole at that point <laughs> to get through. So... So, yeah. did, did you, so they, they obviously like to keep the candle, right? Uh, yeah, everything, and, and, and they must have said sorry to me about 10 to 12 times, so sorry, apologize, very sorry, um, even though they were just doing their job and they did it very professionally, but that's how invasive it was, you know, that they, even they know it's like, I mean, three hour wait till my flight, I, I, I needed a ride from Jackie and I didn't want to make it have to take me any later, so I said, just take me now, I'll go sit at the airport. And for the first hour and a half, I'm at the airport, and I'm like, why, why am I like bummed out? I was excited to, to get back doing some writing and I'm going to see my family in three days. Even Jackie's like, you know, go do what you got to do. Have fun. I'm like, I'm, and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm still, I'm still affected by the, from the rub down, bro. It's not your fault. It, 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 it was really invasive, dude. P, P, what is it? PDS? PDS? Post traumatic uh, stress you had? Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was affecting me. It was affecting me. Jesus Christ. So, now, good way to close the show with to say, now if BP was the TSA agent. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem. Brad Pitt. What? <laughs> all right, we never listen, man. For all the new iHeart listeners, we don't normally talk about Pitt that much, but... Uh, no, we, we had to. Yeah, it was awesome, yeah, dude. Great stories. Uh, look forward to you going to the Oscars. More importantly, look forward to many more shows here at iHeart with Sebastian Maniscalco on you, the Pete and Sebastian show. Absolutely. I'll be at the uh, Los Angeles Forum this Saturday night. Get your tickets at SebastianLive.com. I will see you next week. Enjoy your weekend. The show has ended. You look like the extra in the scene, overacting, hoping that he gets seen by his family back home. That's and, what I was looking for. Bro, you sold out the garden four times so far. Elton John, you're going to beat him by uh, 2025. Doesn't matter. Oh. I, want, I wanted my mother to see me on camera. <laughs> <laughs>